tonight our party of hobbits are going to become expert treasure hunters i don't know we'll see i guess the title of this this actual play uh we bring back the the cast from the previous episode uh we also have a new cast member which i'm very excited to uh to introduce it's a face you've seen on the show quite a few times we're glad to have her back so yes uh Stick around. We're doing another actual play of the One Ring, the role-playing game from Free League Publishing. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're doing another actual play of the One Ring actual play. This is uh, one of the adventures uh, of the uh, starter set. This is actually the 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 second adventure of five adventures, which we're going to hopefully play out all of the uh, the five adventures uh, entirely on this show. So if you are interested in watching those, learning more about this game, please hit that subscribe button down below. And uh, also, uh, you know, if you are a fan of The One Ring uh, and Tolkien and, and the Lord of the Rings and all that, uh, hit that like button down below. Uh, we'll be glad to have you as part of our community here on VCG. We uh, do all sorts of uh, actual play content and tabletop reviews and interviews and all sorts of stuff. So feel free to uh, join us uh, that way. And if you're watching this after the fact, thank you so much. Usually you can join us Mondays or Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. But with that out of the way, let's get our cast on this show. Where's oh I'm I'm missing one other person. There we go, there we go. Let me well, in. Our our, uh, our our cast of uh, of hobbits has has grown. One additional member. M is M is joining us. M, thank you so much for uh, filling in and being our Bilbo Baggins. I was so thrilled to get this invitation and join the table and get my boy band hair on. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel, you know, I, I, I feel that, you know, Austin, you and I, we're, we're, we're kind of we're kind of letting everybody down. We need, we need to figure out some sort of a, a costume for next, next time. Well, At least I, a t-shirt. I, come on. Come on. Well, that's true. I, 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 <laughs> I, I'm just gonna address that. I, I kind of am in cosplay. I'm not wearing any shoes. I got a pint. I got a pint. Okay. And I You're and I had a, and, right. And I had a big dinner. So I'm I'm <laughs> I'm halfway there. Oh, that's great. That's great. Ah, uh, so let's uh, let's let's. I, I guess I'm just gonna hand the show over to Will. I think that's. A, I don't think I have anything else to add. So I'm just gonna do that. So here, Will. I'm just. There you go. Did you catch you got it? Got it, man. Nice. It. Nice. All right. Uh, we'll do some character introductions and things, I think, in a minute. Sure. But, uh, yeah. So, first off, um, yeah, we are going to be going through uh, the adventure. For, and this is from the great starter set, um, Expert Treasure Hunters. And these treasure hunters are most expert, I assure you. Uh, nothing could possibly go wrong. That's why I wore my Balrog t-shirt today, right? <laughs> right, absolutely. Balrogs mean everything is fine. Okay, um, so first off, uh, if maybe we could do just a quick recap of what happened last time. I mean, honestly, go back and watch it because it was a lot of fun and it's on YouTube, but uh, we'll do a quick recap. And I think, 
think Ben, you were going to do that for sure. us. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. Absolutely. So gather round, little hobbits, as we recap our latest adventure. Uh, back uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Bilbo Baggins had gathered four of his uh, relatives and other upstanding members of the Shire uh, who might be a little bit willing to go on a small adventure for him uh, across the northern wilds of the Shire and into uh, Mickle Delving to retrieve a, a map that he had donated to the Matham House, but unfortunately had been unable to get uh, back from the proprietors as of recent. And so as uh, Rory, uh, Paladin, uh, Esmeralda, and Drogo took off, they went north, uh, up through uh, the northern parts, across the river, back down. Uh, we managed a, a brief stay overnight at a lovely inn, uh, snuck in to Mickle Delving, was able to uh, obtain the map after some furious searching and a little bit of dog wrangling, uh, escaped back into the night, across uh, and along the Great East Road and back to Bag End in the Shire with the wonderful little piece of history so that we can continue the quest this week. Excellent. Excellent. That's great. All Thank right. you, Ben. I mean, Drogo. Drogo. Yes, Drogo. So you've, you've all spent a little bit of time at uh, the you know, at Bag End here over the last few days as Bilbo has madly studied uh, old Took's map. In fact, aside from coming out to make sure that you've all been fed and had plenty of food, plenty to drink, uh, and plenty of comfortable accommodations, he's mainly been locked away in a room studying the map and talking to himself and being very excited about it in general. Um, but after about the fourth day, uh, he emerges from the room and pops out of that study like a cuckoo from a clock. Uh, Bilbo, he rushes into the parlor where you're all relaxing after a fine second breakfast, his map still clutched in his hand. My wonderful friends, you won't believe what I found on old Took's map. I believe I know where the club of Banborus Took is located. Or at least, the old Took did. Or rather, he thought he did. Maybe he wasn't sure. He shakes his head as if to physically force the rambling thoughts from his head. Never you mind. I might need to do a bit more research, but I was hoping for, nay, counting on your help once again. After hearing all about your little adventure in Mickle Delving, I'd like a little taste of adventure myself. It says here on the map that the Club of the Bull Roarer may be somewhere around the village of Oatbarton in a place called Kingsworthy. Exciting, isn't it? So, I was thinking perhaps in return for my generous hospitality, we could take a little walk north, do a bit more investigating on the matter. Imagine it being credited with being the hobbits who found the club of Bullroarer took. Wait right here. I'll run and get you the right gear and to suit up for a proper adventure. And like that, Mad Baggins disappears in a flash around the corner before returning as you all exchange looks of excitement and confusion. He drops a large chest before you and smiles. There you are. Take what you need. There's no knowing what we'll be swept off to. 
He turns to dash off again, but turns around back to you, almost laughing at his own forgetfulness. <laughs> I've muddled my wits, staying up all night making a copy of the old Took's map. No need to damage the original, after all. He shoves the fresh copy at you before throwing open the front door to Bag End and stepping out onto the road. Come on! He cries. <laughs> We'd best be off! All right. So you have this chest in front of you. As you open the lid to it, you see inside of it are all sorts of traveling gear and and things. There are backpacks, there are cloaks, pocket handkerchiefs, anything a hobbit could want for a walk about the Shire. And in addition, there are a few battered weapons. Um, as you kind of dig through and, and search all the things that are in there, what you discover is there are three clubs, which could also serve as walking sticks. Uh, there are a pair of small hunting bows um, that have been left behind probably by dwarvish visitors. Um, they have some arrows to go with them as well. And uh, a short sword that looks like it might have been somewhat decorative, uh, but it does have a sharp edge on it. Um, in addition, there's a small axe that looks like it's probably used for cutting wood. And there is one dagger for each of you. Okay. Okay. I so, will, uh, I've done a little bit of hunting uh, out on the outskirts. So uh, mostly, mostly actually just lounging and waiting for animals to come by. I don't know if I've actually really fired a shot before, but I'll, I'll take one of the bows if, if people are willing. Oh, oh, I'm not terrible with a bow. I, I sometimes shoot at pheasants and rabbits. I'll take the other one. That sword looks like it's seen some adventure. I'll take that. Oh. Oh, let me look through a little more. I had my eye on that sword. Where's this axe? You could have the axe for Rory. Or a club. Or a club. It's a nice, big, sturdy stick. Take, you just, I'm just going to grab a club and I'll grab it and point it on the ground and tap it on the ground. You look very imposing. Thank you. Um, so as each of you find those weapons, I'm going to give you a little bit of information for your character sheets. And I want to tell you just a touch about how combat works. So sure. in the starter game for the One Ring... When you decide how you want to approach combat, it's all theater of the mind, but you're going to decide that you'll either be sort of in the um, forward sort of offensive melee position, or you'll be in a rearward kind of ranged position. Uh, in the full game, there's actually four different positions you can be in, um, but in this game, there's only two. And so if you want to be in the, uh, the ranged position, then there need to be at least two people in the forward position to protect you. Otherwise, the the you know opponents will sort of charge to you, and Otherwise you'll be forced won't to fight them. Be up ranged close. for long, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so let me review the stats. So for the daggers, really quick on your character sheet, you can just write in dagger. It has a damage of two, it has an injury of fourteen, and it has a load of zero. So good news there, no load. So that doesn't affect your endurance. Um, for the, who had the short sword? That's Paladin. 
Yep. Uh, for the short sword, it's a damage of three, an injury of 16, and a load of one. So that load does increase the load over under your endurance, and it, um, yeah, just increases the load there. When that becomes important is when your endurance starts to go down, if your endurance goes lower than what your load is, then you become weary, and that has an impact on your character and how good they are at doing things. Okay. And then we have the club. So for the club, uh, we have a damage of four, injury of 14, and a load of one. So that will, again, increase your load. Okay. And then what else did we have? The bows. All right. So for the bows, those are damage of three, injury of 14, and load of two. Ooh. A little bit more load for the bows. All right. Okay. So... If you're all loaded up on that, does everybody have what they need as far as like backpacks and pocket handkerchiefs and everything? Just make sure you've got a pocket handkerchief because it's important. As we know, you don't want to leave the shire. Well, you don't want to leave home without one. Does everyone have enough food? I mean, I'm going to be scooping uh, <laughs> the extra scones and, and, and biscuits uh, right. into my okay. backpack uh, yeah. from the second breakfast table. What you know about um, Oat Barton, where Bilbo had mentioned, is that it's in the North Farthing, and it is probably a good three days walk uh, from where you are now. The roads aren't as as good as the roads to Mickle Delving were. Um, it's a little bit more of a remote area. Much more of an adventure mm -hmm. already. Much more food. Mm. Right. Yeah. Pack plenty of food. Yes, definitely. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to do before you step across the threshold? Mm, I'm ready. I think, so. I think I'm prepared. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I believe so. Excellent. So, as you head out of Bag End, uh, you... Bilbo is there with you, so you're all together, and you're walking down, and you walk through Hobbiton, and th through Bywater, which is just a small town next to Hobbiton, uh, to the Great East Road that you were on last time. But this time, you're actually heading east, um, and you'll head east uh, past uh, about probably toward the middle of the day, the three farthing stone, which is a stone that sits at the point where the west farthing, the east farthing, and the south farthing all meet. The north farthing is still farther up to the corner, so or to the north, but these three farthings are all, it's like the corner of three states or three counties where they all meet. Um, and I would like uh, someone to go ahead and roll a feet dice for me, if you would. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we let Bilbo kick off this? Hey, I like that. Oh, why? Thank your, you. Your twelve-sided dice. All right. Let's see what I got. I got a nine. A nine. Okay, so that is just a nine. Um, interestingly enough, as you look 
out across this way, Bilbo, you recall a handy little shortcut uh, mm. that might get you to the northern road or the Northway Road a little bit faster. Um, and I would say uh, everyone, it's, let's see, it's a nice time of year. Um, so you're going to take a little bit of fatigue for taking the shortcut, but not too much. So everyone uh, will take one fatigue. All right. And you find a place to set up camp for the night, and in the following morning, uh, you'll you know you'll eat the food that you brought with you. The following morning, you'll hit the road again along the Great Northway Road, or sorry, not Great Northway Road. It's just the Northway Road, and it's kind of uh, moving through rolling green hills, uh, and it's a little rougher. Like you can see some wagon ruts where some wagons have been going along this road. It's not smooth. But, you know, as long as you're cautious, you, you don't trip or anything like that. Um, let's have somebody else roll a feed dice roll for us. I will give it a go. Uh, that is a 10. 10. All right. Uh, Drogo, somehow... You have been in this area before as well. <laughs> and there's a, a bend in the road up ahead and where the road goes out of sight beyond a hill. And you think of a shortcut as well that might save you a little bit of time. Uh, Another shortcut? I know. This one, though, uh, contains a farmer's field full of rutabagas. Ooh. Oh. It's a perfect place to lay in the shade, have a nibble, and lose oneself in a daydream. Of course, we, right. we've got places to be, but that's a good use for this part of the field. A daydream? Aren't we losing ourselves in the dream right now? We're on an adventure. It, we, we can still gather some... Um... Some, some little nibbles while we're here. Mm. Well, uh, I, I suppose it's your adventure as much as mine, if you insist. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can gather up some, some rutabagas. <laughs> okay, They're delicious. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The, the Doug, and, Doug and Austin are, are, are grabbing rutabagas like this. <laughs> Do you all know what a rutabaga is? <laughs> I don't know. Rutabagas are far different in this universe. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's a turnip. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They grow in the ground. I know. I'm right, reaching from the ground and pulling them up. Lori right. is very small, so this thing is within the dirt. Right. You don't have to right. worry about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not bending over. I'm not. Nobody yeah. wants to see like. Okay. Speaking of height, I don't actually know the description of y'all's characters. Can we go over Ooh. that really quick? Let's do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, let's see. Why don't we actually start with Bilbo, for those who don't know. Ah. Tell us a little bit about Bilbo Baggins. Can I read the description that's on my character sheet? Go uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Go for it. All right. Go for it. 
They call me cracked, odd, and even a touch mad. I suppose by Shire standards they might be right. But, and perhaps I'm being a bit overly tookish here, I say, is there anything wrong with a little adventure now and again? I dare say these silly simpletons and their gallivanting gossips could do with a bit more excitement in their lives. I've certainly had my fair share in my years, and a grand helping of it all... Oh, a grand helping all at once, I tell you. And what with that business with the dwarves and wizards and dragon and all? Ask a bulgur or a boffin, and they'll say no good came of it. But they don't know what they're missing. So Bilbo is... Everyone's probably the most familiar with Bilbo. He's got shaggy hair, dresses a bit proper for adventure. I mean, Shire hobbits have their standards, of course. And uh, yeah, he's fair-spoken honorable and has sting at his hip and a pipe always handy excellent all right uh let's go to our good friend rory brandybuck all right so rory brandybuck uh all those dragons and tales and children's stories aren't without some truth i tell you mad baggins is up to something and i mean to find out what Plain and proper he was before that wizard dragged him into the off into the blue, only to plop him back down over a year later with a pack full of gold and a twinkle in his eye. I'm not judging him. Mind you, we Bucklanders get called strange enough by these stiff west-farthing hobbits, but if Baggins is up to some new strangeness, I mean to witness it firsthand and see what's going on for myself. Uh, I'm brother to Primula, uh, also called Rory. Uh, and uh, I'll soon inherit the title of Master of Buckland. For the moment, though, I'm a stout hobbit, suspicious of anything uncanny, and always ready to defend my sister. And, you know, Rory's got uh, kind of like curly hair on the top, kind of goes back, you know, kind of long, almost got like the curly mullet kind of thing going on with a big way, yeah. bucket hat kind of with some feathers and, and uh, <laughs> you know, he's got a nice, nice vest and... Uh, yeah, he's got big old hairy feet, which you know I guess I'm supposed to be role playing, but <laughs> I think you might also be one of the oldest of all the hobbits in the group. I'm. That's not very nice, Will. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you older than me? Um, I'm no. seventy. No, you're not older than Bilbo is the oldest right. by far. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm fifty-eight. All right. A young right. fifty-eight. Hmm. Yeah. Very so young. if I say younglings, I can be referring to all of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go on to Paladin. Minding my own business in Whitwell, and who should come trundling up the lane on my farm but young Esmeralda? Off to see Cousin Bilbo she is, and I thought to myself, this is a right fine idea. What's wrong with the Took having a touch of fun before settling down and becoming a proper farmer? I'm still a tween myself. Why not set off responsibility for another season or two and honor my great-grandfather with a bit of adventure? Seems only proper. Uh, Paladin is the underage brother to Esmeralda Tuck and future Thane, but for the moment has only claimed to fame as being the oldest son of Adalgrim Tuck and a newly settled farmer from Whitwell. One day he'll have a son to name him Peregrine. All right. Uh, and then with that in mind, let's, let's hear from the sister Esmeralda. 
do I have to read the thing? It's kind of long. You I don't, don't want have to read to. the thing. I'm not going to read the thing. <laughs> I'm Esmeralda took. Uh, I'm yeah. I didn't make my costume look like her because I, I used what I had on hand to make my Hobbit <laughs> costume. Um, but yeah, she is also a tween, so she's still very young, and she has a very strong Turkish adventurous streak in her. Um, but may maybe doesn't necessarily actually have any experience doing adventurous things yet so e eager to adventure but maybe not actually ready for it yet uh she will eventually become the mother of mariotic Brandybuck, but we're not there yet she's still a kid at this point okay uh great and then our last habit we'd like to hear from is drogo all right. I am a, uh, a cousin of Bilbo, and I'm currently getting myself settled into Buckland, as I will soon be marrying uh, Primola and uh, be getting a nice little wing of Brandy Hall all on my own. But uh, Bilbo called, and I feel like if I am going to fit in uh, on the right side of the brandy wine, I probably should have a little bit of adventure before I finally, you know, get married and... and <laughs> even larger around the midsection than I already am. Excellent. So that is our crew of most fine hobbits uh, out on their very second adventure in some cases. I think maybe Bilbo might have seen a few more adventures than the rest of them, perhaps, as we all may or may not know. Something, something, dragon, something, something, something battle of five armies. Yeah, something, something, goblin king, something, something. Uh -huh. I try not to brag. That's why I have other people right. who do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so after you stop for rutabagas uh, and your small detour, which actually probably saved you a little bit of time, uh, you hit the road again Uh as you pass, there is, you know, a very small forest off uh, in the distance on a hillock to the left. Uh, and you see some farm, uh, some hobbit farms dotting, farmsteads dotting the hills here and there across the way. Uh, you cross a, a small stream. Um, and the following that night, you're able to, to find a place to shelter uh, under the edge of maybe that forest um, and get a little bit of much needed rest uh, before taking up your walk again the following day. Uh, on that third day, uh, it's almost midday when you catch sight in the distance of what must be the first houses of the village of Oatbarton. Uh, it is spring and there's still a hint of winter in the air. So it was a little bit chilly last night, maybe a touch, just a touch of frost. Um, but even before you take your first steps into the cobblestone courtyard of Oatbarton, uh, you can smell the scent of roasted chicken and potatoes coming across the air toward you. Uh, it looks as though in the center of town there are tables, long tables set up uh, under shaded pavilions as so they have tent like ca canvas uh, tents set up over the tops of these tables um, so that the people who work in the fields and farmers can come and 
join in the meal of roast chicken and potatoes for lunch. Uh, yeah. I dare say, I think we should make a stop here. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. Um, yes, I totally agree. To fuel up for the adventure, of course. Oh, oh. of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only necessary. It also smells really good. Esmeralda, my honest one. Let's go. As you move toward the tables, you're greeted by an older hobbit uh, with graying lamb chop sort of sideburns and curly gray hair. Uh, he looks to you, a little bit of a wizened face, and says, Ah, hobbits from strange parts of the Shire. Welcome to Oatbarton. How would you like to partic participate in lunch? Uh, what sort of hobbits would we be if we didn't participate <laughs> in lunch? Let's be honest. <laughs> Drogo is already, like, looking for an open seat. So. <laughs> Most well yes. put, if you please uh, have find yourselves a seat. Oh. Oh, I thank, you, good sir. Oh, yes. thank you, Rurimac thank you for your just, hospitality. Uh, go ah, thank, you. thank you, thank you, yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, my name is uh, oh, I have one, it's a name, and you'll know <laughs> I'm it. I'm sure it is it. a good name as well. It's a good name, yes. My name is Mort Mudfoot. <clears throat> Well, no wonder why no wonder why you didn't want to tell us that with a name like that. No, no, the Mortfoot family, Mudfoot family, quite prestigious, I do believe. Uh, well, we do our bit of the farming and the work. Yes. Uh, so please uh, have a seat, and immediately some plates are brought out to you, uh, just piled high with roast chicken and and uh, delicious uh, red skinned. Potatoes. This freaking game makes me hungry every yeah, time. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I just had <laughs> dinner, but now I kind of want some more food. Time. I had dinner like a while ago. Now I'm actually really hungry. <laughs> Killing me. I must say, the reputation of your table precedes you. I am quite excited to dig in. Mm -hmm. Well, surely you should. Uh, and several other hobbits from, from the area, uh, some of them actually pick up their plates from where they were sitting and come over and move near you uh, and tip their hats or smile, uh, but they don't want to interrupt you while you're clearly hungry from your travels. Bilbo! <clears throat> yes? <clears throat> what? what should or shouldn't we tell them about why we're here? Well, do you wish to be the first to find the location that we are looking for? Well, yes, of course. Well, then we shouldn't give too much information, my dear. Well, then what should we tell them? We should tell them where we're trying to end up without telling them what we are looking for. Okay. But what if they ask why? <laughs> we tell them for adventure. I, I don't, don't know. So how well lost her hat there? Oh, 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 all right. Subterfuge is an important part of adventuring. 
I'll take it from you. I, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> uh, he digs right back into his meal. <laughs> uh, Mort Mudfoot uh, approaches, I'm going to say, uh, Paladin. Uh, says, now you're a fine-looking young hobbit. Uh, what brings you to uh, Oatbarton? We don't often see uh, Tooks in this part of the Shire. Uh, well, I'm just call- following Cousin Bilbo. He he asked if he wanted to go on a trip with him, and you know he's quite the seasoned adventurer himself. Uh, not really much else better to do, so we decided to tag along. I see. Interesting. Uh, so as these hobbits kind of gather around you, there are, is an opportunity here for you to try and gather some information if you'd like um, about, you know, where is this Kingsworthy place if you'd like, or, you know, you could ask about Bulroar or anything. I mean, you, Bilbo obviously has his thoughts on, on what, how much information you should give away about what you're doing, but there are ways to do that. Um, and I would say, there are some potential skills that you can use to try and and look for this information or gather this information from folks here. Um, and depending how you go about it, um, there are some different roles that we might go through. Hmm. Uh, so um, I'm going to say, yeah, you could you could try and awe them. It sounds like maybe Bilbo might have done a touch of that by talking a bit of his adventures. Um, you could try and just nice them into it with courtesy. Uh, you could try and enhearten them in some way uh, by telling them a story uh, about how glorious uh, it would be to, to find this thing that you're looking for. If you wanted to go straight to that, uh, you could try and just persuade them or you could be very oblique and try and riddle your way through it uh, and, and get them to tell you what you want to know without them knowing what they're telling you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I kind of think I would just be kind to them. Okay. Try to enhearten them a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Give it a give it a shot, if you would. Go ahead and roll your enhearten. All right. Oh, just shy. It's a oh. failure. Oh no. Okay. Uh, um, if it, uh, refresh me. If I meet my target number, is it, will that succeed? It will. Yes. But if you're under, then you'd need a point of hope to roll another dice. Right. Right. Uh, I'll use a point of hope. Okay. And that's a D six. Yes, sir. All right, that puts me over. Yay! Okay. Did you get any sixes? No. Okay. Uh, the uh, Mort Mudfoot goes on for a few minutes about uh, how there is an abandoned structure. I think believe it's about a day's travel into the North Moors. Uh, I think it was. I think he's referred to as Kingsworthy, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. 
Certainly got a certainly got the name of a place where adventure might be had. Indeed. Mm. If I were looking for adventure in Oat Barton, I suppose that's where I might go. You said a structure. What sort of structure? Well, I've never been there myself, but I believe it's a, an abandoned building of some sort. Hmm. A structure does tend to sound like a building, does it not? <laughs> well, as, as opposed to, you know, like a bridge. Mm, I see. That, I that see. would also a, be a structure. A that would be a structure. But not a building. Mm. Mm. So wise, Esmeralda. Mm. Um, so I uh, want to kind of try to prompt them to just start talking about some local lore by uh, kind of uh, just the, what was, the, I'm sorry, what was the character's name again? The one who's... Mort? 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 No, no, not Mort. The one who whose artifact we are looking for. Oh, Bullroarer took? Bullroarer, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention that. I, is that. Are there some stories of old Bullroarer took in these parts? I, I could have sworn I remembered something, but it's been such a long time. Something that we used to hear about all the time when we were children. Uh... I'll let you, I think you can roll courtesy or persuade. Okay. Uh, let me see. What do I? Uh, those. Uh, I'll try. I'll try persuade. I am trying to get something. I'm trying to get them to tell me a story. <laughs> that is not a very good roll. I got an eleven. I needed a thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so close. It's only point of hope. If only you I, had hope. I will. If, I do have. I do have some hope. So I will try to roll another one and hope I don't get a one. <laughs> <laughs> I got a two, so I made it. <laughs> yeah. Any sixes in that set there? Uh, on not on any of the d sixes. Only okay. on my d twelve. So. Okay. Good to know. All right. Um, yeah. So of course the people of Oat Barton are familiar with. You know, the stories of Bullroar Took, who uh, reportedly took off the head of a goblin king with his uh, trusty um, club, I believe it was. Uh, but what you find out also is that uh, the local children, some of the rowdier ones, that is, uh, seem to play a game that they call Bullroar's Club. Um, it involves roughing each other up with a stick uh, from a field <laughs> that, he, that they claim to be the artifact itself. Oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Paladin, that sounds like the sort of game that we would play when we were younger. It sounds exactly like that. And <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I think we should challenge them. <gasps> I don't know. Do you think it would be unfair? We are a little bit older than them. Yeah, but if we can learn something while we play, I mean, we can let them we'll get go, a couple hits in. We, we can go easy on them. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to try and, and see if you can get in on a game of Bull Roarers Club? Yes! <laughs> yep. All right. Madness. <laughs> Potentially after uh, lunch here, um, right, right. you might be able to convince some people to do that. I like, yeah. I like that idea. I like where you're going there. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else have anything they'd like I, to try? 
I'll try to loosen some tongues by just being overly complimentary to the 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 moistness of the chicken and the and the herbs and the and the cooking and everything that they've graciously given to us and and just just try to pour the the charm on as I uh, try to courtesy my way towards uh, ingratiating ourselves with them. Uh, I got a 17, which is a success, and I did get a single uh, six on my success die as well. Ooh, okay. Uh, so Grimula Proudfoot, as she introduces herself to you, uh, is a, a, a middle-aged hobbit uh, with um, curly brown tinged with gray hair. Uh, who apparently is the head cook for the lunches here in Oak Should Park. be head cook of the lunches everywhere. Yeah, Am I right? right? <laughs> oh, you're, you're you're too you're too too kind, uh, dear Mister Drogo. Uh, I must say though, um, I overheard one of your friends speaking with uh, with Old Mort there about. Kingsworthy, you know, oh, yeah. I should be careful if I were you. Um, mm -hmm. I have heard tell uh, that there is a ghost that haunts <gasps> that abandoned structure, that Ooh. abandoned building. Uh, don't ghost. don't go knocking uh, where you don't want to find an answer, I always say. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just have to make sure I bring a little extra of these goodies with me to uh, to maybe make a friend if uh, if we do have a ghost. But uh, oh, I will, we'll, only ghosts we'll be would fine. Yes. <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. And with that... Uh, People start to kind of clear out and head back out to the fields and things. Some of the children uh, are, are running around still playing and, and whatnot. And some of the hobbits that are, you know, there to keep an eye on them are, are you know, around as well. If you wanted to try and get that game of Bull Roarers Club going, this is probably the time for it. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have no I idea it. what to do about this. This I is going to be. The <laughs> makes a face that's obviously this is not in the script. Is, it's great. <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> this is the part where we put the... I love it. Uh, so this is going to be. So they get out a, a you know a stick and one hobbit starts chasing around other hobbits with it and he has only to. It's basically like glorified tag with the stick right 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 um and he has only to tap someone with it but sometimes you know if they're just out of reach you gotta tap pretty hard <laughs> to try and get to them and so that's where the sometimes injury part of it comes into play um but yeah you can you know you grab a stick and and kind of start tossing it around and one of them says we should play and uh Ooh. and they do uh and they start playing bull roars uh club and running around, and you're it first, and they all run away from you. Um, so I'm gonna have anyone who wants to play in the game. Oh yeah, go ahead. I, I just, I just, I want to put time out. I just want to put a disclaimer there that VCG does not can approve of, of hitting kids with sticks. So I just want the views of this game is are not endorsed. This is a role playing game. Yes. Don't actually play this game with your kids. Please don't. <laughs> 
And, and if you feel compelled to, pool noodles make a wonderful yeah. bulwark yeah. club. Yeah. Make you a wonderful bulwark club. There you go. All right. I, I'm, uh, a, I'm a bad mom. I let my kids hit each other with sticks all the time. Same. Like, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Like, too, you'll you'll yeah. figure out that sticks hurt. You'll figure it out. Hopefully not with a trip to the emergency room. Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to participate in the game, I uh, need to make an athletics roll. Oh, boy. That is definitely not my strong suit, so I will enjoy from the sidelines. Definitely not what uh, I am not of that age. Where... <laughs> oh, yeah. Come sit with me, Drogo, Rory. Oh, we'll watch oh. the Tooks be foolish once again. Oh, no, no, I rolled, I got a, I got a 14, but I rolled a 12 on my D12. Oh, that's, so that's an automatic success. Oh, that's yeah, good. automatic yes. success. Yes. Yeah. Did you get any sixes? No. Okay. You really uh, hit that kid. Yeah, I, I failed my roll. You failed your roll? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, Esmeralda, you probably start out with the, uh, with the stick, and you immediately see an opportunity to uh, get your brother because he he does a little bit of a, a stutter step and yeah. Ha! Hopefully this game is have great. you hit each other with sticks before ah! or is this new experience? It's not new. It's been a while though. Okay. Um, yeah, you all play back and forth for a while and, and you know, you get into it with the kids. Um, you have plenty of opportunity to kind of hear their thoughts on it, but it really just seems to be a game that is something that they do for fun and they named it this because of, you know, the old tales about Bolorar. So, right. yeah. Well, af after uh, a few rounds of this, I come back to the, to where everyone else is and, <sighs> whew. I didn't learn anything, but that was very fun. Yeah, well, you're, you're not. You're, you're really good at that. Are you okay? I should be fine, but maybe not. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Um. Okay. You. You're okay. You'll be fine, right? You don't lose any like endurance or anything over it uh, or nothing that won't come back by the time you hit the road so don't don't worry about that um yeah uh so there's opportunity here um they said it's about a day to the north where this uh this location that you're looking for is um kingsworthy but um it's after midday so you could stay here or you could head out and camp on the road again tonight. Mm, but we could stay here and be fed a few more times mm -hmm. and then head out in the morning. Uh, it's, this, is, this is, of course, uh, your mission, Bilbo. What, mm. what do you think is the best choice? <clears throat> Quite considerate of you, Esmeralda. Um, personally, I do believe that a night out under the stars is essential to any adventure. You lay out, you hear the crickets around you, the chirp chirp, the hoot of an owl. And it would be my preference, of course, to continue on our journey and immerse ourselves in the sense of adventure. But as you have said, 
this is a wonderful group. We, we could absolutely stay a night if you do so desire. We will have enough night out and beneath the stars. Hmm. We just, did just do a, a couple of those. Tis true. Does it look like it's going to rain, Will? <laughs> Not that you can tell, no. Looking like weather. <laughs> <laughs> no ice storms in, in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just suddenly get drenched with hail. <laughs> <sighs> it's like Esmeralda's hitting us all with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> This is Middle Earth, not New England. It may not happen. We don't. Have to. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. Yes, I, I I'm fine with 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 either. If you if you insist that a little bit of adventure is good outside, um, I I can be persuaded. But uh, leftover chicken does sound pretty good. How many opportunities will you have, Drogo, for more leftover chicken? Come now. Ah, fine. I'll take some for the road. Mm, that is also a good option. Mm, yes. Fill up your bags. Do they offer to let us fill up our bags with their chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> when you go back for thirds, they don't need to know that seconds went into your travel bag. <laughs> uh, no, by all means. If you'd, you'd like more food for the road, that's fine. Oh, thank you so much. You're too kind. They're very accommodating here in the north, mm. apparently. The north farthing. I shall record this in my book that I am working on, that the hobbits of North Farthing are quite generous. Oh, that's mighty kind of you, Master Bilbo. Now, right. younglings, let's be off. Okay. We're going to head out into the, onto the, uh, there's sort of a path out of, uh, northward out of Oatbarton. Um, it's, you're going out into the North Moors. Mm -hmm. uh, the journey, as you've been told, will take a full day. Um, but as you go out there this evening, I would like somebody to go ahead and make a feet dice roll for me again. Someone who hasn't done it yet. Go for it. I got it. Okay. Two. Two. Interesting. Oh, that's never what you want to oh, hear the GM say. No, <laughs> no. say. Interesting. Oh, oh boy. Interesting way to murder you all. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that there weren't trolls in the Shire any longer, but you were wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. You come across as you're walking along this path. Um, sort of in the middle of it, there's a huge fissure in the ground in front of you that sort of opens up. It's large enough um, that, and it looks like it was it was dug directly into the ground, just goes basically straight down, um, but it's large enough for several hobbits to into. Um, you could uh, check out this large fissure or you could ignore it and go around. Entirely up to you. <laughs> It's a big hole. Mm. Hello. I'm gonna. I'm, that's what I'm gonna yell down into it. 
there is something of an echo that comes back to you. Oh, could this be a hiding place for it? Poke our head oh. in a oh, little what way. Do you think? I mean, it's very mysterious. You could hide something down in here. Hmm. Can I try and see if I notice anything that's down here? Uh, you could make a scan, but you would have to go inside the fissure to do that. Ooh. It's a little, a little too dark to just look in from outside. I think we would be remiss if we did not check it out. Mm -hmm. Now, which of you plan on descending into these dark depths? Uh oh, oh! I'll follow you. So, oh, um, I'll, I'll watch as as you descend. Well, not, uh, 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 I, I, I'm not terribly good at climbing. I, I can try. Am I good at climbing? That's a really great but question. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. But uh, <clears throat> what about you, Paladin? Made a fool of yourself out on the stick field? Perhaps climbing is your thing. I've been known to climb a few trees in my day. I'll follow <laughs> you. Uh, follow me? I, I meant to stay up here and record your grand descent into the depths of the earth. Oh, you want me to go by myself? I mean, we, we will stand above in order to help you out. No sense in, you know, five hobbits in a hole when one will do. Oh, I think there's a riddle in that. <laughs> Do any of us have a rope? Um, I don't know. I Do didn't any of us have I a didn't, rope? Did any of them? I mean, we were given plenty of time to uh, get to supplies before we left. I didn't grab a rope. I think that's like a Sam Gamgee sort of thing, needing a rope. I'm not sure if that was a Bilbo thing. <laughs> right. You can probably get into it without a rope. It's not that okay. There's it's like enterable without a rope. I would say. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll get. I'll get in there. Okay. So who's going? Got Bilbo, Paladin. Just, just Paladin. Just Paladin. Just Paladin. Just Paladin. Can I open my sting an inch just to check the color? Yeah. Yeah. You can. <laughs> um, you open it. Make an awareness roll for me, really quick. That's. that's oh no. Okay. Uh, okay, 2d6. Oh, that's pretty good. I am, uh, what happens if I'm at my target number? That's a success. That's a, okay, success. Yeah, any sixes? No sixes. Okay, yeah, it doesn't seem to be showing anything. All right, <clears throat> you'll be fine. Doesn't explain the check at all. Just resheets and waves Paladin <laughs> Gets maybe a bit of parchment out to record us. And then Paladin approached the hole bravely, not at all shaking in his boots. <laughs> he right. faced the yawning crevasse and looked down. You head into the yawning crevasse. <laughs> uh, give, give me a scan roll, Paladin. Oh, I'm not good at that. Ooh, as uh, a nine, and I needed a fourteen. Okay. Um, 
Kevin, yeah. what do yeah, your okay. rabbit eyes see? <laughs> what do your rabbit eyes see? <laughs> the answer is not much. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so dark down here. Uh, you trip over something. Uh, rather large, it seems. Um, reach down with your hands to kind of feel it, you realize that you must be touching uh, bones of some sort. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Do we hear a high-pitched scream? <laughs> um, no, I, I probably would stand up and take a step backwards quietly. Uh can I see that they're bones? Yeah, now that or... you kind of get out of the the light that's coming from behind you a little bit, you can you can make out that uh, there are bones here. It's rather large bones uh, compared to a hobbit. Um, yeah, not any bones of any animal you've seen before, though. Uh, and also, it looks like there is a very crude-looking uh, um, sort of club staff sort of thing that's about three times as tall as you. We found Gandalf. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, oh, no! If, uh, if you'd like to roll lore, you might be able to tell what it is, potentially. Ooh. Also not good at that. Or hunting. I'll give you hunting, too. Uh, well, um, yeah, that's a, that's a one. That's not going to do it for me. Oh yeah. No, you have no idea what it is. It looks frightening though. Terrifying actually. Uh, I guess I'm going to try to sneak back up to the top of the crevasse <laughs> as quietly as I can. I'm going to say there's bones down here. Bones! Peldon shouted up from the deep, dark, dank hole. Too many, too many descriptor words. Cross a couple of those out. Peldon shouted up from the depths. Perfect. There's some bones down here. What sort of bones, Paladin? Big ones. Big ones. Oh. I must see for myself. Lower me in. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> give give Bilbo a, a hand down in the hole. Yeah, I, I will. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll assist with that. Do no we have problem. a? Yeah, you can get down in there, uh, and you see the bones immediately. And uh, Bilbo, you don't need to make a roll. You recognize these bones. Oh. Uh, yeah, they are the bones of a large orc. <gasps> these are the bones of a very large orc, probably a warrior of some kind. What, what is it that you found over here, Paladin? There appears to be a stick, too. A Paladin, stick? why are you whispering? I can't hear yes, what's Paladin. going on down there. Why are you whispering, Paladin? It's not going to come alive. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, I'm going to leave that bit out of my book, Paladin. <laughs> can I examine uh, the staff or the stick? Yeah, you can take a look at it. It definitely looks like something an orc would use. 
Ah, uh, yes, bashing in schools. Yes, I would call this likely school basher. Mm. Mm. Must fill out the narrative, of course. Uh, anything else back here? And I'm going to, like, feel into the dark depths. Where there's an orc, sometimes there is treasure. You look and you look and you look, but you don't really seem to see much of anything else besides mm. dirt, maybe a few worms. Worms, worms, throw the worms against the wall. Nothing down here, but a few measly worms. So did the orc just fall in the hole? What an excellent question. Mistook. Help me out. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, in my expert opinion, I deduce that there was uh, this this orc was running for something. Perhaps, mm. perhaps some very vicious hobbits back in their day. They cornered him, dropped him in a, this hunting pit of a hole where he starved to death, obviously. Or died of wounds, perhaps. Hmm. I'm exciting. still standing in the bottom of the crevasse, just waiting patiently for someone to help me oh, out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll reach down and uh, help uh, Paladin once I realize that uh, he's, he's still been sitting standing down there. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to put both my hands on Roy's shoulders and say, there was bones down there. That's what I heard. Good yeah. ones. You're a little dirty from your from tripping down there. Yeah. Roy, are you cleaning yourself off instead of Paladin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this doesn't like the idea of someone else being dirty. <laughs> Did you bring the club, Paladin? Skullbasher? Yes, Skullbasher. Well, I assumed it wasn't our quarry, so I left it there. Back we can get to the it, hole though. with you. They are young. They are young. It is fine. <clears throat> Paladin, <laughs> it is important to bring back trophies from your great finds so that you have proof that your stories are true. Mm. And I pat Sting on my hip. Back you, into the hole with you. You have you have a point. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go get it. Or try to get it. I assume it's probably pretty heavy since it's so big. <laughs> it is pretty heavy, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine just five hobbits running through a forest all carrying part of this stick? Battering ram. Oh my god. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, gonna, yeah, yeah, you can get back down in there. To get out with the stick, you'll need an athletics roll. Well, can I? It's if it's that tall, I'm assuming I can pass it up. And then we. Oh can yeah, pull. you totally could. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Then you can all get it out. Nice. Yeah, it's very stickly. This stick. Is it <laughs> more knobbed on one end? Like yeah, maybe one end more is more okay. On one end. Yeah. All right, perfect. Ah, uh, yes, a fine weapon indeed. If but only any of you were tall enough to swing it. Right, that's what I'm <laughs> not the one we're, we're looking for, right? No, no, no. Of course not. This, this would be like perhaps 
A fine coat rack. Hmm. Maybe we should set this aside and grab it on the way back through. Hmm. Rather than carry it all the way with us and all the way back. It is Rory rather demonstrates... large and cumbersome. Yes, Rui demonstrates much wisdom for his age. Hmm. I so heard... The... What? what? I... I... Nothing. <laughs> Speak up! <laughs> what? Why do you always have to pick on me about my age? Quite young. No, no, no. I, I was, I was complimenting you, not picking on you, poor Rory. These brandy bucks so emotional. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I'm gonna take skull, skull Basher and kind of uh, like stuff it into the boughs of a tree. Okay, so it just not- looks like a normal stick. Not, not a ton of trees just close, but that's fine. You can, like, go search some out. Is that what you want to do? Um, yeah, I, I'd say if we see some on our way. Okay. So I, I don't necessarily want to go out of the way. Yeah. Find, find something that's easy to recognize on the return trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... you're in kind of a, an area where the trees are kind of going away, and it's more so it's, like, you know, mostly rocks and, like, mossy hills. Like, really mossy. Um, so yeah, but there you'll find it. You could find a few trees, maybe uh, as you continue to journey for a while and find it. Maybe before before evening might be a good space to camp for the night as well. Well, could I leave a note that I've torn out from my notebook? Huh? Like I just want to like leave it on the ground with a rock on top that says "caution, large hole." Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> don't want yeah. any other hobbits falling in here, but I don't have time to take care of the problem right now. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. It probably won't be very effective, but it makes my conscience feel a little better. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you feel like you've done something now. Yes. You all see that, and I'm going to say you all get a point of hope from, ah, from seeing that. Ooh. A little bit of kindness. You get a point of hope for Bilbo's son. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're you leave the note. You travel on with the the great stick for some time until you find a place to camp for the night by trees, and uh, you camp out. And the morning comes, um, and you continue your journey to find uh, the place that you've been looking for, Kingsworthy. And by midday, uh, you see a structure in the distance uh and once it's in sight uh you kind of see you know that there's a a large stone house and and sort of a tower uh round tower attached to it um Mm. and if you would uh everybody can make a lore of roll to determine what the purpose of this structure might be a lore roll yes now what does it mean if the box is also checked before lore that means that it's a favored skill, which means you actually roll 2d12. How does and... one manage to roll a cocked d12? <laughs> where it's a tilted. A cocked, where it's, it oh, lands on an edge. That's pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, I've Did never seen that, that before. Yes, I've never seen such a thing. Yeah, I'm trying to make mine that way right now. So you roll 2d12 and you pick the better of the two. Uh, Amazing. 
Um, I got 18 with a six. Wow. Which was a success. Great. Uh, anybody get anything better than that? Okay. So that is a great success for Bilbo. So Bilbo, what you know, as you see this building on the horizon, it is most certainly uh, was at one time a hunting lodge and probably during the time of the kings in Norbury. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Definitely a hunting lodge. Can't you tell from the architecture here? No. Now, if it's a hunting lodge and it's haunted, are the ghosts the animals or the hunters? Ooh. Mm. Is well, it now a hunting lodge? Oh. A hunting lodge. <laughs> I suppose we will have to investigate and find out for ourselves. That's Though fine. I don't believe in the fables myself. I've yet to see a ghost in my 50 years of life. Well, how often have you left your dinner table, Rogo? <laughs> well, you know, it, it, at least when I go to bed. Droko <laughs> uh. does not believe in things that he has not seen for himself, and yet the most he's seen is the bottom of his own dinner bowl. Ah! <laughs> Scribbling furiously. <laughs> Perhaps this adventure will open Drogo's eyes to the more fantastical things of the world. I really hate what I've done to Bilbo. I would like to formally apologize. To <laughs> no, I think it's great. I love it. I love it. I think this is perfect. <laughs> no, I think it's excellent. All right. Uh, so you Bilbo approach. I had, a, had a certain amount of contempt for most other hobbits. I think this is appropriate. <laughs> he really did. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, what, what did he say at the at the big birthday dinner? I I know less than half of you as much as I should like, and I like less than half of you as much as you deserve, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, you, as you approach Kingsworthy, uh, you see the building is surely uninhabited. Uh, in it looks like the roof uh, is gone on um, the the house for the most part. Maybe there's some some bits hanging on still, um, and it's most certainly deserted. Um, you do find some evidence that it looks like it may have at some point in the past been used as shelter by wanderers but it's certainly not regularly used. Like there's no furnishings or anything like that, but you can see that maybe there's been a fire set here at one point in the fireplace. Um, and it, maybe someone has set up some, some spit sticks and things like that to roast meat that they might've had in there. And so it, you know, it's been used, but not frequently. Uh, if you'd like to look around in a little more detail, everybody could make a scan check. I will have a go. Yeah, <laughs> with my zero points in scan, Ooh. let's do it. Wait, that is an what? auto success. Isn't isn't eleven bad? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's not bad like a critical failure, but it's bad like zero. Okay, I got a zero. Okay, uh, that's a. Is that two? Uh, success sixes? with a six. A success with a six. Got it. Success. How do you represent two sixes? You don't have enough thumbs. <laughs> I have to start throwing in middle fingers somewhere. <laughs> 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 
I deserve that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, so we got one uh, great success. Any other great successes? One other uh, great success. I, I got a critical success. A great success. Excellent. All right. Uh, so the two of you kind of wander around a little bit. The rest of you are, you know, just looking at at the fire and wondering what might have been roasting there and how tasty it was. While uh, Bilbo and Paladin take a little bit uh, further look around into the corners, into the different areas, and you see um, that there certainly uh, is a, a set of fresher tracks here uh, in sort of the dust that lines the floors. Uh, and it looks to have belonged to one or more hobbits, these tracks. Uh, they're barefooted tracks. Yeah. Um, and the most important thing that I think that you notice um, is that over the mantelpiece of the fireplace, there is a large wooden plaque. Um, and it bears signs of having been used to display a long object of some sort, probably about as tall as a hobbit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It seems as if someone has been spreading this story of hunting to keep other hobbits away while those same hobbits are searching for what we've been looking for. Hmm. A conspiracy is afoot. Uh oh. Would any of you be good at crafting? Would any of you like to make a craft roll and see if you could determine what might have been hanging here or what should have happened? I would not be good, good at it, but... Yeah, I'm not good at it. Yeah, it's a fail. Uh, negative. Nope, oh, no. failure. All right, I'll give it a shot. I have, like, at least a rank in it. No, that's nothing. I could spend a hope to try and get the number, but I'm I would need a four. That's at least that's right. within that's the like realm. A 50, that's a fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah. 50, 50, That's not bad. Let's see what I got. I got a one. No. <laughs> that's not yeah. what we needed. You're not really sure. But I guess it could have been a club. Hmm. Do you? You don't think it? It's not. It's not school basher, was it? Maybe. Do you think? It I think skull basher would have been too large for this. Hmm. Ah, thank you, Rory. Reeling back in my imagination, I appreciate that. Good point. Can we, we see anywhere where the tracks? Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to I... follow the tracks a little bit more, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, actually, what you notice, um, I'll say, Paladin, as you kind of look around, is that the tracks, they go around the room somewhat. And at one point, it looks like they may have dragged a chair over to the mantelpiece. And there are a couple of footprints on top of the seat of the chair as well. <sighs> Mm. Mm. I 
guess I will replicate that. Okay. So can I stand uh, on top of that chair? Stand on top of the chair, and you are within arm's reach of whatever was mounted on the mantelpiece. Hmm. Sounds like uh, whatever was here is left relatively recently, if those tracks are any amount of fresh. Indeed. Like within like the last day or so? Yeah, it it they definitely look very fresh. Hmm. You guys had great successes, I'll say, probably <laughs> either yesterday or today. Is it possible that someone that we dined with got ahead of us? I assuming they moved throughout the evening, it's it's definitely possible. Mm. It's not like we we lollygag too much around the campfire in the middle of the the woods. Are there, is well, there any mud in these footprints? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that you can tell. Okay. Well, I no, no more mud was... than any other hobbit footprints that have been wandering in the uh, moors. I suppose if it was anyone that we had. Uh, seen yesterday, they would know the area better as well and could have gotten here faster That's than true. we could have. Mm, yes. Very a true. bright mind as always. Well, I have a notion of how we should proceed, but I would like to know how you new adventurers would like to handle this situation. I say we track these, these, these footprints. and hmm. Just in case this place is Haunted, we can we can leave it be and, and move along. I'm not sure I want to be here after dark. Just just in case. Obviously, ghosts are not real, but you know, just but to be it, on the safe it, side. It's, it's drafty, and there could be animals. Not more drafty than the outdoors, where animals are sure to be. But sure, let us move along. Paladin, how how are you with tracking? I have a decent eye for hunting. Um, I would love to give it a shot. Yeah. If, if you don't mind, hunter. I would be happy to lend my assistance. Now, can I make a hunting roll for that? You can, yeah. And you get an extra dice from the assistance. Nice. Sweet. An extra d6. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well... That's 13. I'm going to spend the point of hope. Ooh, that is a regular success. A regular success. Okay. Yay. Well, as you, you know, look around outside the uh, the building of um, Kingsworthy, you see um, where the tracks are headed off. It looks like back toward the south, uh, as far as you can tell. And you've feel like you can more or less follow them. They're a little confusing, to be honest, um, but th there is some sign for sure of of the tracks, and you can you think you can follow them. Um, but in order to continue following them uh, for much of an amount of time, you'll probably need another hunting roll. Hmm. Well, what does everyone think? Should we keep following? Um, I, it's, it's, it... mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is there a way, Will, 
where we can kind of tell which direction they've been going? Is there a shortcut where we can cut them off potentially and get ahead of them? Probably not without risking losing the track at this point. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But you can make another hunting roll to make sure that you stay on the track. Yeah, I guess we need to do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is anyone helping? Yeah, do you want some assistance Uh, again? I'll I'll help this time. Okay. I'm no good at this. That is, I have the automatic success and a six. Oh! All right. You got yourself a great success. Uh, The good news is you do find something of a way to kind of, you're, you're seeing like, the path ahead and you see the tracks and you think they're definitely going to go that way because that's the way that I would go. And so you sort of cut across and up ahead, not too far. uh, You see a uh, fuzzy gray head uh, with fuzzy lamb chopped uh, (gasps) sideburns turn toward you and say, ah, my good hobbits. It's, it's a pleasure to see you. Uh, What you do notice as you approach Mort Mudfoot, though, is he is not carrying a club of any sort. He's not carrying a giant club. Okay. Yes. What what, what brings you this far, North? We'd known you were interested in, in joining our adventure. We could have invited you. Well, I admit I'm... I'm not here to join you, but rather I'm searching for my daughter Myrtle. Uh, Myrtle uh, left uh, at some point during the lunch yesterday. We didn't know, uh, but I believe she came this way. You know, she always loved to play goblin knocking, and I think uh, by tell of, uh, you know, all the questions you were asking, she uh, deduced that you must have been looking for the, the great club of of old bull roar took himself and so came looking for it but she's here out somewhere among the moors now and i'm trying to find her oh and you you notice uh with your great success actually as you get up caught up with mort that there are still signs of a trail ahead of him mm-hmm Oh, well, we, we certainly wouldn't want anything to happen to her. Well, well I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to find her. She's my daughter, of course. Of course, but of course. <clears throat> any, any help you are willing to give, I would be most obliged. Mort, I have to ask, is your daughter's not seven to eight feet tall, is she? <laughs> <laughs> not the last time I checked. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <If only. laughs> but she did, did love the stories of old Bullroar, who I, I believe was a good head taller than most hobbits. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. <clears throat> well, we should continue to follow this trail. <laughs> yes, if these aren't your footprints, then let's keep following them. Okay, right. insight check this person. Oh, good idea. Uh, insight? Yeah, yeah, just to make sure they're not lying. What's, yeah, what's insight in this game? 
But it's a it's a skill underneath your heart. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, you can. It's fine. There's not really a detect lie type of thing in this game. So yeah. I mean. Oh, there it is. Okay. I have under my traveling gear finely wrought pipe with insight labeled after it. Is that just giving me one of my extra ticks to that ability? Mm-hmm. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. 3d6. Oh, I rolled so, so well. Uh, 18 with one, d- one six. Yeah, he seems legit as far as you can tell. Like he's seriously distraught about his daughter. Okay. Yeah. I take a puff on my pipe, staring him down with steely eyes before. <sighs> Fine, let us be off then. Okay. Um, you continue your search as the day wanes, um, and you. Um, it's actually, it's it's gone and gotten dark on you, but you continue to look. Um, I'll just read this really quick. The night is clear and cool. A waxing moon and a veritable symphony of starlight offers some light as you trek across the lightly rolling landscape. But this is no well-trodden road. The ground is uneven, and your foot can easily be caught in a hole, or your legs grow weary as you plod through the moss-covered terrain. A long yawn escapes one of your mouths and then another and another as you fight off the weight of your own eyelids, all while searching for signs of the wayward hobbit lass. Even in this dim evening light, the growing concern is evident on Mort's drawn face. Um, So if you'd like to press on into the small hours of the night looking for this girl, uh, you'll each gain three fatigue points and it's possible uh, that you can mitigate some of that, though, with a really good travel roll. So before you write down your three fatigue point points, uh, let's you can roll travel. Let's sure. see how you do. It's possible so much- even if you don't have the travel skill, you could still get a, a Gandalf, a 12. I will spend a point of hope on that, and I will succeed with a success uh, with a six. Okay. Uh, wait. So, so you got a best at everything. So you both got great successes, Drogo and Bilbo. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Excellent. All right. So the two of you um, can you'll reduce your fatigue by one for the success by another for the great success and you can choose a num- another member of the party to kind of help along and give them one point uh, off with your great success as well oh paladin ah uh, come come bear my shoulder esmeralda allow me to offer you my arm mm. oh thank you i appreciate it Gotta or help Rory. the wee nobody, ones. Nobody likes Rory. We have so. to help the wee hobbits. Uh, Bilbo trusts Rory. Rory yeah. is the most reliable in Bilbo's yeah. opinion and needs not his assistance. That's right. That's right. Because I am quite young and I can do this. I don't so need I, help. Surely you will be the next master of Buckland. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm sorry, what was the total fatigue we ended up taking from that uh, now? Three, then minus whatever you were minus. Okay. So minus one in your case. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So as you continue looking into the North Moors, um, looking for some signs of Myrtle, there are some different options for how you can continue your search. And you can each potentially do uh, one or more of these things. But let's stick with one to begin with. So uh, you can you can continue like looking for the area, trying to figure out if there's a place where she might have tried to take shelter for the night. That would be mm -hmm. an explore role. Uh, you could continue looking for signs of where she might have wandered in this wide landscape. That would be another hunting role. Um, and then there's also the opportunity to look for signs of anything that could be strange or out of the ordinary. And that would be a scan role. I'm best at scanning. That's my strength. I'm horrible at all of those. Same. I'm best, I am best at hunting, so I will do a hunting roll and try try to do that. Okay. I'm here Paladin, for what, are you, what would you like to do? Um, I'm probably best at hunting. What was can the I, first can option make, again? Explore. If explore. To try explore. To explore. Oh, okay. I, I have two pips Where's in that, but I'm not favored like I am for hunting. Um, I guess in the spirit of doing all three rolls, I'll just do the explore. Okay. I guess I will scan. It doesn't matter between scan and explore. I'm equally bad at them. Okay. Oh. No on the hunting. Okay. I yes got a 12. On the scan. No on the scan. I got a auto failure. No, it's not an auto failure. It just it counts as a zero. It's just a zero. Oh, zero. That's right. Okay. So did you? How far? I off still, were you? I still, I still failed. How, how I many points? I got a six. Oh, I got a six. six. I need a fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, were any of you able to help? I mean, that's a possibility, right? Do you need? Uh, do you need any points in it to be able to help? Uh. Technically, you should have one point in it. Yeah. Then I can do nothing. No points. No points in any of these no things. No points in any of these. Do, do you want to try and roll one of them just for fun and see sure. if you get a Gandalf? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, we got a 1 in 12 chance. Let's go. Uh, no, that's only a 3. Okay. Um, well, all right. So for the scanning, um, you see that there are actually another set of tracks uh, that appear to be following those of Myrtle. Um, and in fact, because of it, I think you got a great success, right? I did not. I got oh, a five didn't? and a one and I got a 12. Oh, okay. Well, what you can tell about them for sure is that they are booted footprints. Mm. Um, yeah. And so you, they're actually a little easier to follow. Um, and you don't have to, you don't have to make any more rolls in order to follow them now that you've seen them. Um, you can continue on, uh, oh shoot, you guys, I'm so sorry. I forgot like Mort is sharp eyed and he could help you oh, in doing these things that you were supposed Mort. to do. Everybody roll one extra dice and add it to your total. If you um, fail. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to help me. It's not. Nope. Um, that actually oh, gets me within a point of hope range. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's a good point. 
So I'm going to do that. Still a fail. Oh, Dang it. Really? I'm within, yeah. I'm actually also within hope range now, so I will go ahead and try that as well. I write that rolled down horribly. Yes, now I got it, and I got it with a six. Okay, very nice. Uh, so you got the extra success. We Great didn't success. stay up all night for nothing. Yay! <laughs> Uh, so you're looking around and you see, um, from the way that Myrtle has been meandering, uh, from her tracks that she is definitely lost. Uh, oh, no. so she's kind of going one direction and then another and trying to figure out where to go. And you actually find, uh, on the ground, a tiny scrap of, uh, what must be a pretty yellow dress, um, that oh. when you show it to Mort, he confirms that being the color of the dress that dear Myrtle was wearing. Oh, is wearing. We just need to catch up with her. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Um, yes. There is someone who is following Myrtle. Someone who wears boots. Are these <gasps> still still hobbit-sized feet, or are they bigger? Hard to tell. You see that there are straighter edges on them, right? No right. toes. That's... Mm -hmm. Kind of what you can tell for sure. Right. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Um, alrighty. So you're able to follow these tracks for sure now. Um, and not a problem there. You know a little bit about, you know, what's going on ahead of you, perhaps. Uh, and I'm going to read to you another excerpt. Hours of pursuit mean that when you see a darker patch of broken... Heather ahead, the sky has started to turn the deep blackness of night into the deep blue of the hours before dawn. You've followed Myrtle's tracks for miles now. You've little doubt that she came this way. As you get closer, you start noticing that the dark patch is not due simply to a different vegetation. There are ancient stones jutting out of the ground, hmm. low crumbling walls hinting that this was once a very different place, a fort, a town maybe. Hmm. Few hobbits have seen this place, and as you take your first steps forward among the stones, stories of kings and armor-clad warriors fill your mind. Just as you and your fellow conspirators are about to explore the heather-covered ruins, a rumbling growl seems to rise up from the ground itself. It's a bellowing shout, resembling or bearing some resemblance to human speech, echoing among the ancient stones. You then hear a high, panicked voice call out from nearby, Shoo, you old troll! Go away! Go! Breaking through the thicket of brambles, you see none other than Myrtle Mudfoot, who has scrambled up a ruined wall and is swinging a heavy wooden club with a massive creature that looks like a grotesque imitation of a large man. It's a stone troll. Between the two of them, leaning wearily against the wall, is a cloaked stranger. Hood drawn back to reveal the rugged face of a man with gray eyes clutching a large bleeding gash across his shoulder that has all but incapacitated him as he desperately tries to keep the monster from reaching the child. This was definitely not in the travel guide. No, <laughs> the troll is clearly angry and does not seem to have noticed that you and your companions uh, are here and Myrtle, on the other hand, sees you immediately and cries out, Help! Shh! 
<laughs> I'm gonna grab Mort's shoulder. This is a time for wits, not brashness. The moment sunlight touches that troll, it will be frozen in place forever. However, I don't know if we have that sort of time. And I point to the man's wound. Uh, how how light is the sky right now? It's not that light yet. It's really just like <laughs> very, very slightly lighter than... Suggesting the dark. idea of light. <laughs> yeah, it's like the idea of light. But you could, you could try and trick the troll. That's definitely a possibility. Um, there are some roles that you could try and do depending on how you want to approach tricking the troll, but it's possible if you fail at those roles at some point along the way that it will It'll figure out what you're doing and want to fight instead. Sure. So how would you like to approach that if you want to try and trick the troll? What what plans do you all have? What, what do you want to do? Should we circle up? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Come together. Okay. Over there, there's like the the man who's like holding his sword back and forth at the troll. Is it so you don't have long, but think of something quick. Everybody, this is my idea, and you all can suggest something differently. But what if we all find ourselves a little hidey place, grab a few stones, pop up, do a whistle, chuck a stone, then as it starts to turn, duck back down. Someone oh. else then in another location will do the same. Chuck a rock, make a little bird trill, down again. Oh, and Drogo and I have bows. We could use those, too. Perfection. Absolute perfection to the two of you for bringing those along. That way, it lumbers back and forth without ever actually encountering one of us. And hopefully, we can keep that up until sun rises. I, yes. Sounds good. Uh, scatter? Scatter. Let's go. Oh, God. We're going to die. We are not going to die. If it ever lumbers upon someone, we all charge in. Without hesitation. Understood? Yes. Drogo? Good. I will save you if it comes to that. <laughs> Thank you, cousin. <laughs> I do think I can help with this as well. And Mort will run off behind a rock somewhere and start looking for pebbles on the ground that he could throw. Um, the So I'm not going to resolve this as combat um, mm -hmm. for now. Uh, I'm going to say that the to confuse the troll in this way uh, there are three potential skills you could use you mentioned you know sort of whistling to get its attention uh you know throwing rocks or you know kind of having the attacks come from different directions at different times so i'm going to need three of you uh at least to make a successful role here in order for this to work the roles that you can use would be hunting or riddle or song <laughs> riddle, yes. I'm <laughs> so good at riddle. Yeah, I'm good. fairly good at hunting. I don't know what Paladin has for hunting. Uh, I'm favored with one pip, but I have three pips for riddle and a lower target. I have three pips for hunt. Well, I have two pips and a, and a hunting knife that I think gives me a bonus somehow. In hunting, so I can do a hunting roll. Although it didn't yeah. really, it didn't really help me. Okay, do you want to start with whoever has the best at something, or you can totally tell sure. each other what you have if that works. I'll, uh, 
three pips in riddle and I'm favored and I have a very low target number. I, yep. I, yes, three right. three at, at riddle and a reasonable mm -hmm. target number. Same. Sounds good. Nice. I have Yeah, I have three in riddle and a all right target. So all right. all right. So Bilbo, you want to start off with the stratagem for this kind of direct traffic? Yeah, sounds great. Okay. Oh, oh that was no. the worst roll. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I got a six, but everything else was so bad. Uh, six, nine, ten, thirteen. It's on the money. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you so you over there, and you over there, and you. And you get behind a rock, and you throw the first stone out over there at the troll, who turns around and, and says something just not quite understandable, but close. Um, but at least he's no longer like trying to go after the, the man that's there protecting the little girl. Uh, and so the next person, who's that? We're going to go with Esmeralda? Okay. That is a 16. So that's Six a success. Success. All right. Um, you uh, give a little whistle from where you are, and the troll turns his head, and maybe you throw a rock uh, out as well, which, you know, lands somewhere behind him, which he turns and looks behind him to where the sound went, and he's still staying distracted. Uh, who's next? I'll, uh, you see I'll... the, the sky, uh, sorry, to the east becoming just a bit red at this point. I'll have a go. Uh, we have uh, 18, which is a success, but no sixes. Okay. Uh, you... Drogo uh, to the uh, probably the very despair of your mother uh, run back and forth <laughs> between a couple of rocks uh, most improper uh, and whistle behind one and then throw a rock from another and the troll is just he doesn't know what to make of this he's like looking back and forth and he thinks he sees you and starts toward one and then to the other and as he's so focused on you, uh, the sun begins to come up, and he, you see the 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 stiffening of his body as it turns to stone and cracks, sort of form as the last bits of him that were moving still continue for a moment as the outer layers turn to stone. Uh, but he is disabled. Very well done, you guys. Yay! <laughs> That was a lot easier than fighting him would have been, I can tell you that. I'm sure. <laughs> Trolls turning to stone. I don't believe that that's anything I'll have ever see or ever see again. But at least it wasn't ghosts there, dear Bilbo. Uh, it's not ghosts, though uh, you'll get used to the sight of trolls and sunrises. Uh, Mort runs out from behind the rock that he was at and runs over to, to Myrtle and helps lift her down from the rock where she was positioned. Um, and 
the uh, the man, the cloaked man in front, uh, reveals his identity as well. He throws back his hood, and with one arm clutching his shoulder, uh, he he has gray, long gray brown hair and bright steely eyes. And he smiles through the pain of the wound that he suffered at the claws of the troll. It is not often that I find myself needing protection, less often that it should come from you little wondrous folk. I would, it, it would seem that I still have much to learn. My name is Halbarad, and I am a ranger, although my title may not tell you much. Suffice it to know that I, like yourselves, was searching for young Myrtle for two reasons. First, for the fear that she might find true danger, and second, because she took something I was meant to guard. It certainly didn't expect, I certainly didn't expect a burglar like Myrtle, and she fooled me. What Myrtle took from Kingsworthy is indeed a rare relic, a token from the ancient past, best forgotten. It was hidden in plain sight and had remained safe for a long time until today. But now I think I have found someone worthy of its safekeeping. And I think that if you have it, it may be in better hands than mine. He chuckles softly and his hands, his hard eyes brighten a bit. But now, if you would be so kind as to see the Mudfoot's home, I am certain they have a fine meal waiting for them. I have wounds to tend to, but I hope that this will not be our last meeting. And he turns oh. without waiting for any Wait, reply. I, In a matter I, of seconds, what? the shadows of the heath swallow up the ranger as if oh, he were oh, one of their oh, own, and he we, is I, gone. Oh, okay. We could have looked after that for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> the tall folk are much like ghosts, I suppose. <laughs> Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you come to think of it, maybe that's where the rumor of the ghost at this place came from. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think you've stumbled across something, cousin. Hmm. Now that, I must say, was quite the adventure. Yeah. Myrtle, darling, hand that over. Uh, okay. She hands you the club, and I don't have a picture of it for you here but it's a it's a long club it's about as long as a hobbit as mentioned uh and it has like a a big like almost hammer looking end on it right so it's it's quite sturdy um and it looks like it would you know really send somebody for a loop if you hit them with it maybe even knock a goblin king's head off who knows <laughs> hmm i still think the one we found first was much larger it was but maybe a bit unwieldy oh yes maybe a bit too large i perhaps maybe um with a little bit of woodworking and some refinement uh the large uh club that we found could be made into something a little more myrtle friendly mm -hmm. okay um so Mort uh, and Marigold are, or sorry, not Marigold, Myrtle, are Different more power. than excited to get back to Oatbarton at this time. Uh, and so they're ready. Can we go back now? I would really like Ooh. to get home. I'm certain my wife is most worried. Of course, of course. Okay. We uh, shall return you once more to your home. Thank you. 
It shouldn't be too far from here, though I'm not quite... Well, the sun is coming up over there, so I think I know which way we should go. Um, and you head off to the south. Um, when you do return to Oat Barton, uh, Mort is, you know, busy explaining to his wife what's happened, and, you know, he's also getting an earful from her about leaving and leaving her to worry and be behind. Uh, but she does fix a grand feast of a meal for all of you, uh, which is going to fill your bellies for some time, at least two hours, you're sure of it. Uh, and so um, you have that opportunity to eat. Uh, they offer you beds to sleep in. Um, and when you're ready, you can begin your journey back to Bag End. Paladin's going to eat quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is Rory. Yeah. There's a roasted mutton uh, and a delicious potato and perhaps celery? Maybe some rutabaga uh, ah. stew. Yeah. This, my fine adventuring friends, is why we do it. It's not just for the acclaim for found riches. It is for bringing people to their homes and finding the place where they belong. Look at them, so happy. And as much as I appreciate their bed tonight, I must say, I will be happy to return to Bag End and my own bed. I think he forgot about the feast. Ah, yes, the feast too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Am I hosting another feast for you all? Well, we can't very well go back to our own beds on an empty stomach, can we? I'm sure sure that I can whip something up for you all, you hungry lot. (laughs) All right. Um, So you guys get some rest, and then in the following morning, you're able to head back to Bag End. Uh, your journey, your return journey is less eventful than your journey here. Um, and when you come around the bend and see that green door of Bag End in front of you, uh, you see a hooded figure, uh, standing on the doorstep with a, a red hood and a great gray beard sticking out of it. And... Bilbo approaches uh, rapidly, but the person uh, beats him to saying anything. Bilbo, you old rascal, you told me to drop by for tea any time, and I am here. The dwarf pauses with a grin and collects himself before offering a polite smile. Forgive my exuberance. Balin, son of Funden, at your service. With a bow, he casts a knowing smile at Bilbo. What kind of trouble have you gotten yourself into this time, my little burglar? And that is where we'll end today. Yay! Yay. (laughs) Excellent. I I have to say, we lived up to the title of this of of the show. (laughs) Expert treasure hunters. Expert treasure hunters in every way. Very super experts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you uh, so much to uh, Will for uh, for being our lore master tonight and this evening. 
Um, if you enjoyed this uh, session, please hit that like button down below. Uh, if you would like to see more of these sessions uh, and you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Uh, we're planning on doing these the last Wednesday of every month. So until we've played all until five we, of them out. Until we do them. Yeah. D oh, Doug. Uh, Next oh, time oh. around, next time around, someone could be playing Valin some Kundin. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Dwarf cosplay incoming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doug, it's but, all you, buddy. Uh, I'm, yeah. Gotta get the beard. Yeah. Actually, we should have Austin do it. I was just thinking, <laughs> yes. Austin has the yes. head start on this cosplay already. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, right, right, but but Doug, you can't you can't end the stream yet. Why is that? Because uh, Ben and I felt that our Tolkien nerddom was challenged last time. All right, mm -hmm. all right. So we prepared to meet the challenge this time, but it didn't oh. come up in game. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I'm I'm worried now. What uh, what is? You, you should tell. Be. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> Hey, hey ho, to the bottle I go to heal my heart and drown my woe. Rain may fall, wind may blow, but there'll still be many miles to go. Sweet is the sound of the pouring rain and stream that fall from hill to plain. It's much harder when you're not in the same room. It is terribly hard when we're not in the same Yes. We can't get the timing right because of the delay. It's terrible. Yeah, it was still great. Most excellent. We learned the whole song. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. We don't mean to. Okay, keep, the, keep going. On the scream. <laughs> Where did we leave off? Verse two. It's just it's, it's just like you know when you sing around like sing rounds. Sure. Like it's like, that. Singing, it's like, it's that. like we've yeah. already had several rounds. And yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, all right. All right. We'll have, to we'll have to do a TikTok later. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll make it work. Because this is, doesn't work on on stream very well. Uh, well, you, the 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 uh, the the chat in here is uh, applauding your efforts and enjoying every second of it so we'll we'll stitch a TikTok together we'll yeah absolutely absolutely i need a link to that when it's done yeah. same <laughs> yeah. we'll probably do it tonight because we're still in our hobbit get-ups so i don't have to like do this again later <laughs> very nice well if you would like to uh follow uh you know amanda and ben on TikTok. <laughs> Sounds like that's where, a good idea. Where where, where should they go? <laughs> Amanda Call Art. Amanda Call Art. Yeah. Uh, and and Higgins Higgins eight hundred two. Higgins eight hundred two. Yep. On TikTok. Six year old girl cooks dinner for her parents. What oh, is that? Well, that was, that was TikTok. I hate that was somebody opening TikTok. <laughs> nice. And it starts um, and, yelling at you the moment you open it. <laughs> Um, and, and, and and I do have a TikTok on there. You can just uh, follow Victory Condition Gaming, and uh, uh, there's some ridiculous. Actually, you see Ben on there a few times. It's true. Uh, Austin, are you are you on TikTok? I am not. Yeah. No. Nope. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, M, what about you? Are you you all on that TikTok? You think? I have a TikTok account, but I haven't figured out how to make videos yet. I feel very old and confused every time I try. So, sorry, you, 
I've made a number kids, of right? videos, and I still feel old and confused every yeah, time I use it. That's true. Like, what yeah. am I doing? Uh, Will, what about you? You want you you just opened your TikTok, evidently. I have a TikTok, but you should not follow me on there because I'm not producing anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same as all my other accounts. So you know, if you want to follow me on other places, you can probably find me as WL Mun. Yep. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, if anybody would like to check out Amanda's work, go to ageofnight.com. If you want to check out uh, Ben's Twitch stream, go to Higgins802. And you can also check out his, his, his Tuck Talk as well. Uh, and and where, where can folks find more of you? You can find all my links to things at my website, www.level1geek.com. We do a lot of TTRPG content. Nice, nice. We'll uh, just follow you on, on social media wherever you want. Yeah, or you can go check out my website where I make cool games yeah. and release them, uh, adepticarus.com. Excellent. Excellent. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Thank you to the cast for being a part of this session. Thank you especially to Will for, for being uh, so kind and, and, and running these for us as well. My pleasure to be among such admirable and delightful. I know. Moments. I feel like I, I need to. I need to bring it to. I. I. I yeah. No. I'm. I've got a. Uh, I've got something coming up on, on Saturday that I think I might be able to incorporate into the next uh, next session. So, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table. We will see you all next time. Thank you to all the patrons and supporters of the show. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victorycondition gaming. have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much.